1: And welcome back to uh, Throttle Up the Podcast. Uh, exciting night tonight. Um, got a couple guys in studio, Matt, that we've been wanting to have in studio for a long time. And the funniest part about the deal is, Saturday night I was a little later getting to get the racetrack than what I normally am, and had the wife and the son with me, and we come walking by their trailer, and I yell at him and say, When are you going to be on the show? They knew before I did. The they S.A. said, Well, Monday night. <laughs>
2: I said, oh i was doing my job absolutely i was
1: here i'm giving them heck and they're already scheduled
2: yeah they got out of the truck to uh to pay to get into the pits there and i said what are you guys doing monday night and unfortunately brad you said well if the car ain't tore up too bad nothing and saturday night kind of tore you up there but we'll get into that here in a little bit
1: yeah before uh before we get into everything uh let's run our first round of sponsors
2: here Gilpin Electric and Generator Services is a customer-first company that takes care of all your electric and generator needs. They're your go-to dealer, installer, and generator service company. Don't be stuck without power during severe weather this year. Contact Gilpin Electric and Generator Services on Facebook or call them at (coughs) 812-953-1261. We've all heard horror stories about insurance companies and insurance agents. Let me tell
1: you about my family's agent, Tommy Taylor. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and is a multi-line agent that can keep all your insurance in one place. Why is a dedicated agent so important? When you have the unexpected occur, you'd much rather know the person on the other end of the phone. Contact info for Tommy, 812-372-4483 at extension 2447, or look him up on Facebook at Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Don't be another horror story. Stop knocking on wood and relying on a 1-800 number.
2: Trust Tommy Taylor today hey give brad at brad Irwin customs a call for bodies interiors fab work setup and consulting with brad Irwin customs you can stick them deeper calling today at 812-216-3900 this saturday at brownstown speedway
1: and uh this saturday night at brownstown speedway we are off yes Um, so i had to uh, cut that off there a little bit because uh off this saturday for fair setup but two big races next week at brownstown speedway thursday night and saturday night uh with the fair races and before we get into well let's go ahead go ahead we'll introduce our guests and then i want to come back and say one other thing about brownstown speedway here so all right with
2: us in in-house tonight we got uh brad fry driver of the two this year and then uh, beside him his dad drove. how many years you drive the the car there Jack? 35 years 35 years so <laughs> so uh living legend in here with us yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) and uh what i wanted to go back to and and this included these guys so that's why i i I wanted to take a second and pause there because again saturday night and i know i put out a facebook post and some things if people have seen it but one of the coolest events that racetracks do and brownstown speedway does it really well and all the drivers are to thank for it is fan appreciation night and that is by far one of the coolest things to see the kids walk around Mm -hmm. and and the things they get and so shout out to all the drivers um for their interactions with the kids and i know my five-year-old is like over the moon and thought that was like the coolest thing ever so uh shout out to everybody and and brown sound speedway it was a great night of racing and uh and for all the drivers for what they put in the fan appreciation night it's pretty special
0: oh i have to agree i mean it I think the drivers you guys look forward to it was, as much as as the fans do i was wanting to chime in on that because it's my first time doing it and it's it's pretty awesome to see the kids reactions and wanting you to sign their shirts or get a picture with you and for oh, instance yeah. they see the texas roadhouse car and it's just unbelievable taking pictures next to it families knelt down in front of the car wanted one oh, yeah. of the logo in the background of a family picture I mean, that's that's pretty neat. This. You
2: guys have a good looking race car, so I mean, you know that that's a, that's a good thing there. Yeah, you know, that,
3: it's a win win situation. If you don't have no fans, you
1: ain't gonna have no race cars out on the track.
2: That's a fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you are going to have the, the race tracks open without yeah, exactly fans. Right. You know. Absolutely.
0: Yeah,
1: and and that's what you know. It, what I said when you when you go back and I was flipping through some pictures my wife had took with my son was interacting. Obviously, my son's got the smile of a five year old in in heaven. But when you go back and you look at the adults, the smiles are just as big. And you said it best when you commented on the post. We all become kids again on, on race nights oh, at, yeah. the, at the yeah. racetrack. And yeah. and it's so cool to go back and look at the adults and just how much fun it is when you get to interact with people.
3: We, everybody gets to see the driver without the helmet. You know, they mm-hmm. see the car going around the number, but they don't know who he looks like. Or, or Aubrey being a girl. You know, they get to see that. Mm-hmm. And that's really great for the fans to do that i really think yep. so i Absolutely.
2: have to agree with you because when i was a kid that's what i wanted what's he look like yeah. you know what you know and so you know i always did my best to try to catch him you know if when i was a kid we was going to go the racetrack if one of them was pulled into the gas station my grandpa would pull in there so i could see what he looked like yeah, you know exactly. i wouldn't see him <laughs> yeah. you know so because back then it was all open trailers
0: right exactly so you
2: know you seen the car you knew who it was you just yep. want to see what he looked you like to put a face
0: with the name oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And again, I just I thank all the drivers for everything they put into that because it, it, I, I want fans to know that that it came out. That's, that's only sponsored by the drivers. Anything that was given out is paid for by the drivers or, or through their yes. sponsorship money. But, but that's all done by the drivers to, to help the kids and, and the fans get something back. And um, it's just really cool to see what all they do. And, well,
3: it's, and it's really nice for what Mark and Jamie does to mm-hmm. get these guys where they can get autographed cards and stuff like that. That's really cool for the kids to have, and, you know, they get to keep that.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's, it's my son, as soon as we got home on Sunday, he had all his autograph cards. He had to get – actually, before we pulled out of the fairgrounds with the camper – he said, "Dad, you need to go find my autograph cards so I can have them in the truck." And I'm like, "Are you serious? I'm, I'm hooked up. I'm ready to back out. I got to go find the autograph cards so we can look at them on the way home." And and how do you say no to that? I mean, yeah, how do you just yeah. not go dig them back out? But um, just a, an amazing and, and great
2: night. So my my twelve year old has five years of them taped up on her walls, and I mean that's all her whole bedroom is is mm-hmm. autograph cards. You know, so it's it's pretty neat. And I want to I go to you guys here and kind of talk about, obviously, Jack, you've
1: been in this, you know, you, you did run for 35 years, and where does this racing in the family come from?
0: Grandpa.
3: Yep. My dad, my two uncles, my mom's sister was married to Ari Baston. I know everybody's heard of Heck him. yeah. <laughs> and then my mom's si- brother, which was Ronnie Rhodes, he raced. Then my dad quit because all of his kids. So then I helped. And Ari and Ronnie both told me don't ever get in one because then you gotta work on it plus drive it. And it's it's how it got started, you know. My dad helped me get my first one going and then, you know, I'd love to see him him to be here now, you know, I know he's upstairs looking down, telling him how to drive it, you know. <laughs> it, it would be great, you know, but it's just you get it in your blood. That's what I was gonna say. People That's, just people yeah. just don't realize it. You get it in your blood and you just can't get it out of it and
0: it's definitely something you Rick eat, Hines sleep, told and breathe me, once you start driving. Rick <laughs> Hines
3: told me, I don't know, one year when Jeremy was racing, of course, me and Jeremy's friends, Rick told me, you know, I told him I was getting ready to get out of it and going to let my son drive. He said you will get more thrill out of it. And he's right, you know. I'm up there trying to tell him what to do, but, you know, he can't see that. But it's still, he, I do, I get a thrill out of it.
1: And it, it is crazy, you know, and I, I can only compare that to going from, you know, playing – High school football to coaching high school football, but it is a totally different satisfaction when you're when when you're helping someone come along and be able to do that. And I, you know, I know we've I've talked to uh, Dustin Carr when I've had him on here about his boy, you know, running champ carts now, and he says the same thing. He goes, "I love what I do and getting to race, but I'd rather watch him race any day of the week." And and it's it's got to be a cool thing for you.
3: And you know, he's fallen into my. He waited a little bit longer to do it, you know, because he had to run these oats but you know he's getting to work on it too you know he's the one doing the work on it you know, i am making him do all the work on it and
0: it's, i'm and I'm paying for it yeah. by the way it ain't it ain't just a free ride <laughs> yeah because I, I am making him pay I, for did, I did get lucky and get great equipment to start out but I am financially supporting it myself, too. Well, that's why you called her the mistress, then. That's right. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly.
2: I ain't got time for
0: no woman. That's that's it right there.
1: No time and no extra money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. A woman may be cheaper at times. I don't know. They could, I'd say they're they're on an equal playing
1: field. Yeah. I told this last night. My dad always tells the joke that uh, guys that talking to his buddy and said, man, somebody stole my credit card a month ago. And the guy's like, oh, my gosh. He goes, like, have you turned it off? Have you done anything? He goes, no. Whoever stole it spends less than my wife. And he said, I'm good with them having it. I thought, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm looking to steal my stuff. It yeah. spends a little less. So, and, yeah. and, 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 Jack, you said it so well because – it is something that gets in your blood and and it's it's funny to me because i got away from it um went to a lot of races when i was in high school and then college i didn't go as much and and matt and i always joked that i was the ultimate fair weather fan because if it was perfect conditions i would go and once we started this i don't know
2: if i'd say was but yeah
1: (laughs) he didn't want to get his shoes muddy
2: well you know it's
1: Uh, yeah if it was too hot too cold graining I, I, I stayed at home like high maintenance it, <laughs> i was and and the funny thing is i the my wife had never been to a dirt track had never had much interest so that probably played into me not going she probably had as much fun saturday night at the races as what my son did and i even asked her sunday when we got home i said you gonna go back again she goes, oh i hope you were i was hoping you were gonna ask she said that was really fun. She goes, I, I'm starting to figure it out. I'm starting – fan appreciation night I think helped her as much as anybody mm-hmm. because, again, she got to connect names and faces right. and cars. And now I know, you know, it's easy for me when I'm sitting up there and I'm like, okay, there's the two. There's, you know, whoever, Aubrey. Here. But to her, now she's like, okay, I know who these people are. So it, it is – now that it's back in me, I can't hardly
3: it's, – It's no different what you talking about being a coach – all the years you coach, all the families you see, it's no different than racing. That's your second family, but it's mm-hmm. so many friends you get to know over the years racing, and, and you still see them at the racetrack. Even when you're done, you know, done racing, you still go and you still see them. It's just part of it.
0: It's, and that's it's, something that's something I can tell just in what I've raced this year. He's having more fun walking around, talking and hanging out than he was last year when we were running national points. He was so stressed, so overwhelmed with it, he was ready to be done. I
2: was going to say that the stress is off of you now. Now, yes. now you can just go and I'm going to have a good time tonight. Right,
3: exactly. I can go talk to the other drivers I hadn't seen for a while, you know, because yeah. you get focused. You get, yeah. you know, you show up. You know, everybody wants to win. I mean, yeah. that's the reason why you build a car and you want to drive. Everybody wants to win, but there's only going to be one winner. Yeah. But so you get there, you got your mindset to hope you got everything done at the shop. You know but then you start
0: you yeah hope. i learned I that too my saturday night didn't start out too well last saturday from oh really? time, yeah from the time i got there till till i crashed i was <laughs> tinkering on it because i didn't do my homework all the way in the shop and he was ribbing me the whole night
2: <laughs> well and, and, you and know, that happens though i mean you're, you're not always gonna unload you know that even in nascar level you know right. they don't unload they're not always right you right. know so that's uh and i i'll say this i I guess I didn't
1: realize until we really got to talking to Jason Heyman after last season what racing for those national points does. And, you know, you could tell by the end of the year, he had one of the most spectacular runs of a year that anybody could have, but he was beat. And he I was, kept, he was I kept burnt. track
0: I kept track last year of how many hours I spent in the shop and I quit after two weeks. Really? Yes, because I was like, I really spend that much time in this garage. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was close to 40 hours a week plus, no kidding. plus your, your plus job I was working 50 yeah. hours a week so oh yeah. wow
3: and he wasn't even a driver yeah. right yeah. yeah now he's yeah. even got more yeah
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah all right so i'm gonna ask how how close are you two's driving styles
2: nothing alike I, I was gonna say nothing alike i can say that from you know announcing watching you guys yeah you guys do not drive nothing, nothing. alike no so did you have to totally change
0: the setup on the car that, from that car is nothing compared to what it was when he had it really absolutely
2: do you like the car loose or tight jack i like it a little loose and you, you like it tightened up then? absolutely so, I want it's old I school wanna, you know yeah yeah you guys you know had them hung out yeah, you know that's yeah. how you yeah. drove yeah, yeah that's
3: the way you drove them back then you know you had the old car just hung out and it seemed like i don't know the tracks wasn't as black and slick as they was back in the day yeah as they are now and if you learn on a black, slick track, you're going to be a better driver. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's going to be, help you a bunch. Yeah,
2: because then when the track's heavy and hammered down, man, you got it all under control. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. what I'm having to learn
0: the most is how to be gentle with the right foot. I just want to go. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Marty O'Neill started out that way too, man. You might be too young to remember that.
0: Well, I'm sure Jack does.
2: Marty was mash that loud pedal and just hang on, man. Yeah. Kind of like Stapleton. Yeah, yeah. yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, back when Don and Marty started, Don was finesse right out of the gate, and Marty was just – that right foot was 20
0: pounds heavier than his life. I'm starting to learn the finesse, but, man, is it hard.
2: (laughs) That's the late Carol Todd.
3: Do you remember him? Yes, yeah. Me and him was real, real good friends, and, and he just hated Brownstown because he liked it in a sense, but when he'd go down there, he couldn't get a hold of it. And he said, I just can't understand you. I don't want to race. I want to put my foot to the floor, not just ease it, you know. He just hated that, hated
1: that. And we've had so many drivers. And it's, it's still, to me, obviously never being in a car. You know, when when those with that experience talk about slow down to go faster, mm-hmm. it to me it's so counterproductive because I would be the same way, even though I know we're going to talk a little bit later about something we may get the opportunity to do. I think in my head I'd want to be hammered down. But I, I'd i probably be too scared to be hammered down. But I, that idea of having that finesse and not spinning the tires and knowing how to run into the corner the right way, not driving too deep. That's all experience. And it's so funny when older guys are like, dude, slow down. You'll, you'll end up faster. But back in the day, though,
2: Brownstown was flat. Yep. I mean, yep. the banking is unreal now because yep. when I was a kid, it was a flat racetrack. Yep. I mean, I and it was always. Yeah, there's like maybe five or 10 degrees is all it was on and that. And it was wow. always on the bottom. Oh, oh well, yeah. It's yeah. like
3: a, you know, just drag strip. Go and you just let off of it, get back in it. Yeah. Or you go to Bloomington, it was always red clay hammered down. And yeah. You just use that motor then, you know.
2: Yeah, if you, if you go back and look at old pictures of Brownstown mm-hmm. to now that banking in the corners is unreal even the, the straightaways yep. are banked yep. way i mean it yep. was flat yep wow yeah you didn't drive up no get on,
3: get on the track you, didn't throw, you, just, didn't drove <laughs> you yep. just drove out you drove out onto the track yep
2: <laughs> wow well in jeff Purvis race he he went all the way out to the wall on the front yep. stretch you know he uh-huh. had his own line he, he like diamond the racetrack the track. yep and oh. he, he would almost come to the wall on the front Stapleton stretch. and
0: still does that. <laughs> yeah, but you, you didn't hike it all up, you know.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it has changed. You know, yep. you watched a whole lot of it in, mm-hmm. in your 35 yep. years in, going oh, from yeah. flat to all the banking. Yep. and What what year did that probably change? Man, I can't give you an exact year. I mean, well, there used to be an opening in the middle of the backstretch. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep. that? That's how you went in and out. You could go right. out of the pits right in the middle of the backstretch.
1: I mean, are we talking twenty years ago when the banking really came in thirty years. Um, well, when Price took it over,
3: he put the banking back on it more than what it was yeah. when Keithley had it. Yeah, okay.
2: Keithley had banked it probably more than yeah. the old days. These. But then Jim, which Jim's cut off. Remember last year? Yeah, because, after Barnett's flip, right. he he cut probably a foot and a half off the top of the it. racetrack. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I was just curious because yeah. I I yeah. always remember it. The times I came to Brownstown having more of a, a bank. I mean, not, not
2: being a true flat In, in the track. 80s, it was flat. Yeah. I mean, there was some, yeah. I mean, some, but in right, the 80s, but... it was a flat racetrack. My diaper yeah. days. Yeah, so yeah, you wouldn't remember. that. <laughs> <No>. so.
1: <laughs> so, Bradley, what would you say has been the toughest transition to go from crew member helping getting set up for dad to
0: now you're in the car and driving? Knowing what to do. To make the right call and just trying to earn respect and not you know piss people off you're fine you're fine and make people mad that's my main thing is you know just the respect factor
1: but i think what you just said right there and again that you you get so many two sides of a corn with coin with new drivers sometimes and I think what you just said is huge, is, is earning respect and, yeah. and learning it. And you know, We talked about Justin Bowling and the crates and last year as a rookie. You know, he didn't try and do anything over the top. He, he oh, I knew learned I from getting there, and, and I think that's huge. Because when you go out and you, you mess up races yeah,
0: because you're trying to overdrive. Well, her. that's the first thing I said when I come in from the heat race there. and I said, how, how long did I hold Boatnik up? Because I knew he was going to come around me. I just didn't know when. Mm-hmm. And then when he did in the two laps that I stayed behind him, I learned a lot. I oh mean, yeah! When you get up like the couple of weeks back when I chased Loki down and I followed Levi Loki, mm-hmm. I learned so much from being behind somebody that I ain't gonna give Loki the big hit. <laughs> yeah, quite, you should have said somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> but you just learn so much and pick Absolutely. up so much, and it's just unreal. You learn. I've learned something every not every every lap i'm on the racetrack i'm learning something
2: well we said it last week and i'll, I'll say it again you're in the most competitive class mm, now. i think
0: absolutely i mean
2: from front you know the the guy that finishes first to the guy that finishes last that is yes. the most competitive class so you know yeah you're jumping into that you know and you're competitive i mean you, you're fifth in the points i'm kind of
0: surprising myself to be honest
2: you know so that that's impressive so don't, don't sell yourself short that right you know you don't have any talent because you do, Thank you know, because you. you're you're always up there competing in the front, you know. And you're not back there in the very back just rolling around. So, and I mean, I'll be honest,
1: that the incident that that happened on Saturday night, um, you know, and again, just we talked about it a little bit before we went on the air. It was it was a racing deal, and and it it wadded up a bunch of cars. But for me as a fan, I hated it because it wadded up some really good cars, and yeah. and even though great finish, maybe one of the best finishes we'll see all year, but.
2: What that, would the finish have been if all right. the cars would have been in there? Right. It was I only hate,
1: Aubrey and Tucker. If you start throwing
0: back in, you know, Clegg and Boltnik and you. I hated it because that was the first feature since we've changed a bunch of stuff to my liking that I was like, man, this thing feels really good. And then.
3: See, and that's what's hurt us this year. Rain. Oh, oh yes. That's yeah. what I he ain't had a seat time. Yeah. You know, we'd change some things, go back. He it'd liked rain it. us out. And he'd one, change, because I won't let him change, but no more than one or two things. Right. And then it'd rain us out, you know, and. I ain't ready for him to go. I'm going to let him run, Bloomington. Of course, it's just two miles from the house. Right. You blink up there, though, you can jump on <laughs> That's the problem.
1: <laughs> well, and that's what – you know, I was talking to even Gilpin on Saturday night, and, and he said the same thing. As I said, you know, he said it's just been an up-and-down year for me. He goes, we're either awful or we're, we're fast. <laughs> and he said – but he, he said that beginning of the year, you'd change something, then you'd sit for three weeks, and by the time you got back on the track, you really couldn't remember what oh, it nice. felt like before – what you were trying to adjust? And is, it was
0: starting with a blank slate again. That goes back to the thing is the things hurting me is seat time. Yeah, like that's the number one thing is I need in the car more.
2: Now, was it Thursday night last year at Fun Fest the first time you got in that car? That was the third uh,
0: time. Third time. Yeah. Okay. Third Fun. Third, third, fun, third, fun fest. third
2: Fun Fest. So every Fun Fest you you drove it then. Yep. yep. So
0: uh, so you had to go a year, then be that between. Was, that was me and his deal. Work on it all year and you can have a Fun Fest. So. That's pretty cool, That's how it started out. So.
2: Was the first race this year hard for you not to get in the car? Nope.
0: Nope. Really? So,
3: you was definitely ready to. My dad said, you'll stay in it and do it as long as until you realize it's You'll know it when it's time to get out.
0: He told me at the class, he said, son, I'm done. It's yours. Really? And I thought he was full of crap, but i well, serious. I finished.
3: I was running second behind that damn blue car, and then I break <laughs> a window. <wheel. laughs> and he was actually chasing him down.
0: Oh, really? <clears throat> that, that night, yes. But I
3: mean, me and Haman's good friends. We pitted beside each other at, at Lincoln Park and stuff, you know. And, yeah. And that's what racing's about. You're, you want to beat your buddy. You don't want to take him out. And yeah. I got fast time in my group. He got fast time in his. So I started on the poet Kokamone. He started on outside. And I said, "Man, that first lap's gonna be a doozy. I'm gonna go in there. Eight tires stick better than four.
1: <laughs>
2: yes, they do. That's a classic race move. <laughs> Lean on the outside. Well, I was gonna tell you not to feel bad because last year a whole lot of people finished second behind that blue car. Man, yes. That, uh...
3: And you know he'd done his homework. Mm-hmm. I mean, he yep. done his homework, and if everybody remembers, no different than Tyler. You know, a couple of years yes. ago, he did." De- You know, and every time he won at Bloomington, he would say, You got to thank Tyler. He called his, you know, I don't know what Tyler's got, but maybe, you know, he needs to call (laughs) Tyler. But I mean, it's no different than Rick Gum. I mean, Rick's friends. It's a gum chassis. You know, people want to say he's cheating. Well, if he's cheating and the crew member, the group, the track officials can't find it, then he's smarter than our track officials. So there.
2: That's what I'm glad you brought that up because he has been torn down. You know, they've torn him down three weeks in a row because you know you know how the pits are everybody in the pit said this is what he's doing this is yep, what he's doing yep. they tear him down and it ain't there you know so that's the you know to me
3: he's doing his homework where the other ones are not and i know because when i was chasing tyler and Heyman, you know you go home you keep tearing your car apart change, change make something faster yeah you know maybe it's gonna be back like the old days maybe they need to put a bounty on rick and get yep. see if you get good cars camera and, and you know if they don't let Rick get the money. We know. we
2: did last year actually we, they, they couldn't take him out. Right. No. You know, oh, no no we no put no one don't one take on fields. Yeah, yeah, Mike Fields, we did put yeah. one on oh, Mike oh, Fields.
1: Okay. Yeah. And uh yeah, not not taking him out,
2: but Oh, yeah, that's dude. for the brand side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we yeah. said you couldn't take him out. Right. if you could outrun him, you know, right. we had some money on that. But,
1: uh, but you know, the and I want to say this because again, the all the drama that sometimes stirs up around the racing world just wears me out, but you know, I actually walked over and I talked to Zach Stalker and his dad on, mm-hmm. on Saturday night before the races. And and I want to say that both of them said, all right, yeah, is it frustrating? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've ran second to him all, all all year long. But they both said this is probably the best thing that ever happened to Zach because he's become a better driver. Mm-hmm. He's worked harder through the week on the car. He does his home because you know. It lit a fire in him. You can't. You yeah. can't. You can't be 80% and go win. No. you gotta, no. you got to be 100 and you got to be on it to go get it. And they both said, I'm up on the wheel more. I, I run harder. And they both said, I don't know that I'd be the driver I am right now if it wasn't for me wanting to beat him so bad. Right. And, and it, it impressed me, the, the view that they had on it. Well, that's,
0: that's the same thing that the whole Derek Clegg signing into the rookie kind of lit a fire under me. I was like, <laughs> okay, i got to be on my homework and do my homework and be on my A game yeah well, and, and to me i think that's good absolutely
2: you know competition makes yes. everybody
0: better yes you know sure. everybody involved yeah. so yeah. that's
2: uh yeah. but I, I talked to zach before the races too and that's what I, I told him i said you've been second every week i said so if rick wasn't here i said guess who they're calling a the cheater he's yeah. like me and i said yeah, yeah. Because but, I said no one's beat you outside of Rick. No, you know. Goes back to what
3: Mister Old Dale said. If they're booing or yelling, screaming at you, you're doing something that's right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because right. yeah,
2: he said when you when they announce your name and you hear nothing, that's when you need to worry. Yep. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
1: And and that's you know again that, that's what. Is is fun about about the sport is when it does light a fire. Yeah. Now I know I got somebody. This ain't gonna be easy. I got to get going, yeah. and it'll make you a better driver that, yes. that
2: Clegg's coming after it. I'm yeah. glad to hear that because I mean, you know, fans are going to get to see you with the fire underneath you. You know, you're gonna you're gonna go out there and try
0: harder. Yeah,
2: you know, you're, you're not gonna say, well, I'm running six, I'll settle for that. You're gonna try for fifth.
0: No, if I'm running if I'm running tenth and I see ninth, I'm gonna chase ninth down and okay. pass ninth. If I see eighth, I'm gonna chase. That, it's that, not that, that's ever going to stop. Want. Even in first, I see a lap car. I'm going to pass that lap car. I mean, that's you, just you need to be careful though. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Ask, we, we, Al- ask Aubrey about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I do want to. I do want to give you some kudos too, though, because again, the the drama that comes up on social media a lot of times is is crazy to me, and it's hurting the sport, but. I saw you and Clegg kind of go back and forth, and, yes. and it was a racing deal. But but you came back. You said, "Hey man, this is what I tore up." Clegg goes, "Man, I, I yeah. hate it. I feel bad." That was as classy of a conversation as you could see on social media today. And I want to tell you both how much as a fan I appreciate that because it could have been, "Oh, it's this guy. It's this guy. It's this guy," and just created this drama that somebody else may not come back well, to the I knew, racetrack.
0: I knew when i was taking my helmet off out there in turn three that it was a racing deal i mean we didn't even go a lap they dropped the green and we were all racing hard and mm-hmm. we were all right there you could throw a blanket over yes, all of us that was yeah. the whole thing so i knew that it, it was gonna get bad when i was come off turn two i was like i don't know about this and i just kept pushing the right foot feed down <laughs> <laughs> and i stayed up behind chumpy and now, now you know
2: what to think when that's <laughs> racing talladega Oh, yeah. you, know, you hear them guys say i knew something was gonna happen so i
0: tried to get out of there you know <laughs> then, it's uh and then now like how how clegg said you you can't really see it that is true like i was looking through chumpy's car on up to boatnik and haulers and all of them and i seen uh boatnik turn sideways and i was like this ain't gonna be good
2: yeah and you guys had nowhere to go no i didn't that's, you know because I... that's
0: the thing about about these cars is if, if you drive it in the corner and you get out of the throttle, you lose control. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that's hard for me to learn is I got to stay in that throttle to keep control. Yeah. And the minute I seen him spin, my natural reaction was to let out it and I lost control. It was yeah. on a, in a slide.
2: Does it want to turn <laughs> left or does it want to go right when you let out in the corner?
0: Well, when yeah. it, it wants to just slide, if oh, you let really? completely out, it'll just all four wheel slide. So you got to stay in that throttle to keep the car under you. Gotcha. And that's, that's a hard thing to learn because you running down a, straight away you naturally want to let out you don't want to just turn left and stay in it you got to learn that and yeah it's, it's hard well it
1: goes against everything you do driving your street car I exactly mean, if yes. i'm on the interstate and there's a pile up in front of me i'm gonna let out and, and, <laughs> yeah. and start to maneuver i'm not gonna stay in stay the in throttle and, and say what i can do and well, I mean, so. you know, as silly as that is but that's what you your whole life you're trained you know those kind of situations and you're exactly right it's a whole different thing when
2: you're racing and and Trying to keep that car under control. It's like every race car you guys steer off the re- the rear tires are you actually your you know the front tires almost like you know
0: well your your front have your traction but your your back are pushing yeah, you're pu- yeah, you know yeah. you, they're your pull yeah. and once you let out the throttle you lose all 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 control it just slides.
2: Well, I'm sure all, you know all the suspension settles back down and you it, know it so really upsets the car. Yeah.
1: Let's take a quick break here and uh, introduce our next segment of sponsors and we'll come right back. Race fans, and the Fastlane Productions has rebranded itself as Dirt to Media. This is a huge win for us as race fans as they will be expanding their coverage to three local racetracks. For a mere 9.99 a month, you can choose between race action from Thunder Valley, Twin Cities Raceway Park, or Brownstown Speedway. But really, who can choose? So for only 13.99 per month, upgrade to the VIP membership and receive video from all three tracks. The only question I have left for you is what are you doing? Get over to -to DirtToMedia.tv and sign up today. Hey, Matt, what would you say is one of your most prized possessions? Oh, it has to be my racing t-shirts. And you've got an impressive collection. But I heard about a new place. P3RacingShirts.com is the one and only place offering genuine custom racing shirts with no minimum quantities. Their shirts are printed in full color using the latest technology and direct-to-garment printing. They have custom designs for several different car types and specialize in our favorite— dirt track racing that has to be great for the local driver
2: you don't have to buy all those up front absolutely and they don't have to hold all that inventory at home what did you say that was again p3racingshirts.com let's check them out
1: octobuilt performance differentials in louisville kentucky specializes in race performance and street differentials don't trust just anybody with your differential make sure it's someone who's a proven winner contact mike kessler today at 502 Six three nine seven eight eight six. 639 7886 Again, that's Mike Kessler at 502-639-7886. Octobilt Performance Differentials, a proven winner. Does your yard have a dead or dying tree threatening your house or property? Do you have an unsightly stump you're tired of mowing around? Have trees that need trimmed up against the house? If you answered yes to any of these questions, call our good friends at Canes Tree Service. They're fully insured and offer free estimates. Call Canes Tree Service today at 812 812- 344 5917. Tree trimming, tree removal, stump removal. Call our friends at Kane's Tree Service today at 812 344 5917. OCC Seamless Gutters is the only place to turn for new 6 inch seamless gutters, gutter repair, leaf guard systems, and gutter cleanouts. I mean it. Go outside right now. And if your gutters have trees growing out of them, call OCC. Let me give you a little hint. Schedule them for a time your wife is gone and take all the credit. OCC is fully insured and offers free estimates. Call them today at 812-592-7899 or visit their Facebook page at OCC Seamless Gutters. And speaking of OCC Seamless Gutters, I want to give a little bit of an update. Uh, Jeremy Owens, who obviously runs OCC Seamless Gutters, uh, was hit with something on the track Saturday night um, at Twin Cities and uh, ended up in the hospital uh, I did talk to him yesterday, and uh, everything came back good. CAT scans were clear. He said he was really sore, uh, but everything was good. So, scary situation for Jeremy, and Jeremy's a good friend of the show, and we appreciate him. And, and I just wanted to you know, give a little update there that he'll be back and back in the car and going again shortly.
2: Yeah, I guess right there close to the juggler vein where he got hit, yeah. they said, so... Some come up off the racetrack caught him wow. right in the neck there. So.
1: Scary deal. And, uh, yeah, so I was messaging him back and forth Saturday night and felt bad because he's sitting in the hospital waiting on tests, and he was messaging me. And then I, I talked to him Sunday, and he said he was feeling better, but obviously uh, pretty sore. So, uh, again, just wanted to give a shout-out to him, and we're thinking about you, Jeremy, and can't wait to see you back on the track. So... All right, so now let's talk about let's talk about points here for just a little bit, and let's start with the super stocks, the so Wilson Automotive Super Stocks, sitting in fifth. And you said a little bit earlier, and I'm going to throw this question to you that you you felt like you were kind of surprising yourself. Yes. What was the goal when you kind of went into this season? What were you looking to do? Well, I
0: told Dad first it was just Rookie of the Year, and then as I started thinking about, it, I was like, you know, it'd be pretty neat to do Rookie of the Year and at least top ten in points, and then I come out swinging and landed up in the top five and said well let's try to stay in the top five let's see if we can do that and so far i've been able to manage to stay up there so let's hopefully uh finish the year out up there it'd be all right i was That's curious cool. to know, i was curious to know how high up the how high up in the points a rookie has finished Everett, I'll, uh, I'll do some Brownstown. research on that and we'll figure that out i was curious to know i know
2: that. uh in in the crate cars last year bowling was fourth and okay. he got rookies, so I, mm-hmm. I do know there's been a fourth because that, that's place. that's what Justin was last year. So, and he, uh, you know, he kind of panicked, like you said, you was there with, with Clegg because you know Peden came in late. <laughs> so you know, and Justin was panicking over. Oh, my gosh, you know, is is Pete going to catch me and pass me there? I've
0: I've sat down and wore out a whole notebook (laughs) seeing (laughs) seeing what positions and how many wins Clegg would have to get in order to catch me, and I don't think it's possible. He'd have to have a few DNFs on my side of the fence for me to fall out, I think, for him to catch me. So consistency is key on clinching that rookie of the year.
2: Right now you're fifth with 1169, and he's 20th with 473, so that's a – pretty that's big that's a pretty good gap you're yeah. Almost, yeah. almost 800 points pretty big there.
0: margin there yeah
2: so run down the rest of the top five there in the Woolston automo super stocks uh leading the points uh with 1326. gonna be tim shumpy and then running uh second steve hollers man that guy has had he is my, he's just consistent uh, he's my script
0: tonight cons- it seems like every time i get on the racetrack it's me and him and web lee <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's us three yeah.
0: and then uh Boatnik is third which he's what won two or
2: three in a row now yeah you know up yep. until tucker won last saturday it was you know it was the boat next show and then tucker's fourth and then you're fifth but you're only two points behind tucker so yeah,
0: tucker's tough he's, i mean four, he's fourth fourth on. place is
2: right there in your grasp i held on to fourth place for a week there <laughs>
0: a couple weeks back
2: and then behind you you got josh devine uh Web Lee, sam lee and then uh, another rookie of the year uh, tommy east and then ran out to top tens matt terry so that's that's your top ten and that's what's amazing because you talk about
1: that, that top ten there's some really, really good drivers, and you're not even including Aubrey, who had to do, who took some time off for a wedding and things like that, and, and Clegg. And when you start looking at that class, my goodness, it yeah, is stacked. It is a, st- a
0: stacked class.
1: It, so I'm going to ask you this then, Bradley, because did, does that help light that fire, too, that you know you're coming in a stacked
0: class? Uh, or was there some, some trepidation or intimidation that... It, it lights a fire under, under me that... I'm jumping in with the guys that – there's still guys in it that done it as long as Dad. Mm-hmm. And when I outran Steve Haller's a couple of weeks back in a heat race, you'd have thought I won a Daytona 500. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I was happy as a lark. Because, I mean, he's got as many years as Dad oh, does. Oh, yeah. So it was pretty cool to do that. But the being the competitiveness that it, we have in our class, absolutely. It, it strives to make me want to outrun some of those names in that top five. Like, I ran side-by-side side with Chumpy for – uh five or six laps of last weekend and that was fun. The weekend before last and yeah. that was a blast. I mean he made me work for it and stay on my toes and that's the kind of driving I like. That's fun.
2: Well he's another one you could definitely learn from going around there. Oh I mean, absolutely. You know, he's uh he's been in victory lane this year. He's very you know, smooth. So. Very yes. smooth. Yes. <laughs> and Jack,
1: I want to ask you when the season started, what was the advice that you gave to Bradley? I mean what was what was what was that first conversation of here's here's what i my my best advice i can give you going into it use his head
0: use his brain be honest i think he was a little nervous because all i kept hearing was is you're not gonna go out there son and set the world on fire (laughs) i
3: did say that i I just told him i said you know everybody started everybody's always was a rookie Mm -hmm. not everybody won a rookie but everybody started being a rookie just go out there and hold your line don't changed from bottom to top because you're gonna get past don't get frustrated don't get mad you're getting past you have to have seat time and you and know I knew and
0: I knew coming out I wasn't going to set the world on fire but my want to, it's all I've ever wanted since I was a little kid is to drive a race car so the want is over the top it's unbelievable but see I think that's
1: amazing too and I think that's tremendous advice. And I talked a little bit about this last week, but I watched uh, the Dan Patrick show uh, with Tony Stewart the other day. And Tony was talking about, you know, when they they praise him for jumping into so many different kinds of cars. And he said, yes, I've been able to. But also, he said, I can't go back. Because they asked him, are you ever going to run another Indy 500? Will you ever come back and run a one-off NASCAR race? And he said, I'll never say never to anything. But he said, the Indy cars now... You can't just show up in the month of May and figure them out and go be competitive. He said it's, it's a whole different deal. And he said these guys are putting time in. And I still remember when he was talking about the uh, Knoxville Nationals with the sprint cars. And They're like, why aren't you running the big classes? He's like, I'm not good enough. I don't sit in the car enough and do it all the time to be able to do it. And I, I think that's a that's- huge advice because you got to – until you, till you and the car are one together, as, as goofy as that sounds, you to you got to keep
0: learning. Oh, absolutely. I can tell in myself since I've started this season that I'm getting better and better each week. And it's just seat time. I mean, that's that's the name of the game for me right now. And, and for any rookie, I think what I look at the most
1: is are they spinning out? And that, that sounds silly and but or changing lines all the time. If they can go out and just put down consistent, smooth laps – Even if they're not fast, there's something that can be worked with there. Because if you're consistent, you're smooth, you're running those laps, and you're not all
0: over the place. That's the thing I write. I got a checklist every week I do for maintenance, and that's the first thing I write at the top every week, consistency. And that's that's, that's the basic thing for me to start out is – consistency consistency because i think
1: once you've got that the
0: the speed's gonna come yeah it's gonna that'll come with time because it's not gonna happen overnight but consistency is something you can set yourself out to start off with how how
2: fast you're going now will eventually feel slow to you because you'll be going yes you you just keep increasing that and i think you have from race one this year till now i think you've improved on that
0: i feel it myself that i have absolutely
1: now I'm going to ask you this too. How do you how do you go in to try and attack a racetrack? I always love asking drivers, uh, would you would you love to be at the bottom all night long? Do you want to be up at the top? Do, you, do you like to as top, you get
0: comfortable? I'm a top feeder. Like I love that on the top to the floorboard wide open driving. I grew up uh Ray Humphrey. Yeah. Denny Campbell. Mm-hmm. I mean they were Anywhere Ray Ray Humphrey went, it was to the floorboard and on the top, screaming it. And that's he showed that this year when he got in, in Raymond's car
2: because he he hadn't missed a step, man. When he climbed down in that car at night, he he yes. was going to win hot laps. You know? Yes,
0: absolutely. <laughs> and that's just that's just my kind of style. That's how I was on four wheelers, wide open, time I rode. And you can't really do that at Brownstown. You got to learn finesse in order to get your speed mm-hmm. and to get to be fast
2: brownstown doesn't have that wall that a lot of tracks do you know right there on the top right you know when you drop over the other side of that banking brownstown isn't always forgiving with that either speaking
0: of going over that banking at fun fest if you don't remember i learned what it was like (laughs) because in the garage all week i told Dad i'm gonna learn to run that top he goes well you'll be over the bank i was like what do you mean (laughs) i've done it twice
2: (laughs) yeah what's that feeling like dropping off that once you get
0: once you get up there once it goes it's going. There's no saving it. If really? You, if if you do save it, you got lucky. Because it just sucks you. Once you get over that cushion, it just sucks you over it. And you, I
1: think that amazes me more than anything is watching guys that can hit that line. Every lap. At, at, both. Top and bottom. Because yep. I'd be in a Uke tire or I'll be over the bank. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'd be dead middle is why I'd want to be. Because the guys that can hit that consistently and miss the tires or run that well, top. It's like, it's, something Marty,
0: it's like something Marty O'Neill said. Driving on a slick, a black slick racetrack, you're gonna know who your drivers are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you gotta be consistent. You gotta hit your marks, and you gotta be smooth, lap in and lap out. Because one little bobble, you're gonna you're gonna have three or four car links, and you're gonna have to run them back down. Mm-hmm. One yep. little bobble, you're gonna have to run them back down. So it's consistency, lap in, lap out, and you're gonna get faster.
2: And when you start dropping off up there, you guys, you know, you high spot the frame, so it's going to slow you down. Yeah, absolutely, because you're dragging the car on the ground, and you know that's going to get people around you because no. you know it's. I'll see them drop off. You know when they come off a two, and they'll drop off on the back stretch, and, and then, then they two, go all the way around, and yeah, get the, back up on it, yeah. Yep. And two or three, four cars get around them. You know, while they're trying to get. Well, back I them. went
0: off when I went off a of one and two. It, it was kind of the situation of I'm trying to catch it. I'm trying to catch it. Nope, not today. And it just went around and died. So I was screwed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's got to be a feeling I, I can't even imagine. I because you're going from you're going from looking at the racetrack to looking up in the air real fast. I was looking at I was looking at nothing because I was in
0: the sun, so I was closing my eyes <laughs> like, trying not to
1: sleep. I, I got to think for the first time I'd be thinking, am I going all the way over? Is this just am
2: I just sliding over the bank? Is that that's got to be a wild feeling. I remember years ago, Jeff Wilson flipped going into turn one at Brownstown, and when they took him to the hospital, they told him to fill out what happened, and he put, boom, I seen the sky. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Well, before we go any farther, I want to give you guys a chance to throw out all your sponsors, and I know you guys got some big ones and, and that help
2: you
0: guys get to the racetrack, so make sure that you uh, – You thank them here. Well, we got Texas Roadhouse out of Bloomington, Indiana. We got Ron Hardesty Insurance Agency. Dent Control, Paintless Dent Repair, Extreme Performance, Steel Horse Saloon, J.R. Ellington Tree Service and Experts, Hoosier Grass Cutters, uh, Team and Tire Company of Bloomington, Spec Racing Engines, Van Horn Racing Graphics, Tents and Accessories, Uh, Express Waste Removal and Recycling, Smoke and Lotto, midnight flyer and company and rw transport my sports locker custom appeal the funeral chapel rick ball excavating and trucking and uh thanks to all of them for letting me chase my dream with the mistress and i
1: gotta say you guys do have one sharp looking rig yes yeah that Mm -hmm. is that is one sharp looking hot rod i will i will say that um, I know one of the very early shows. I mentioned that uh, Jeremy Owens had the best looking car. at Brownstown. I was, and, I was thinking that in my head. And I, I got, wasn't going
0: to say it. I but. got <laughs> called
1: out real quick about the Texas Roadhouse Superstock. So uh, now, so now I'm saying that. I know you've already offered, but after i said jeremy had the best looking car i got the side of the well, car so i'm now i'm saying the texas roadhouse
0: looks pretty good so i was thinking i was thinking maybe there's enough room to put them side by side we might be
1: able to do that so i can be
0: together <laughs> no but you guys do you get a great looking car and and uh you know that's that's dad over here he loves to do bodies that's he enjoys it i i get frustrated with it and you know you ain't gonna see it from the stands but then again, you got your sponsors that help you. You want it to look nice oh, yeah. when you take it mm-hmm. to do things for your sponsors, and and it's all changed. My attitude with it all changed when I got in the seat, and I didn't think it would. He kept saying, "Son, when you start driving, it's going to change." And from the time you leave Saturday, you're thinking of what to do to go faster for next Saturday. You eat, sleep, and breathe it.
3: Well, the bad thing about it is people don't realize when you get a corporation like Texas Roadhouse, yes. you got to do a lot of their Cause you basically work for them yeah
2: you're showing up at their things and... well saturday we had to take it
3: for a charity for riley, riley for children's oh, okay. hospital i ain't gonna take it up and it looking like a piece of crap yeah and you know they show up and it looking like a piece of crap you know
1: no that's a quick way for them to say why are we on the side of this exactly yeah. right I
0: mean, and that's reason... and you know that's something they do compliment us on all the time is how particular we are with keeping it clean and
2: and you know I've seen a car, in a in a homecoming parade one time, that uh, it was get, it got pulled on an open trailer, but they didn't even wash it off from the Saturday night. And you know that was first thing I thought. You know if that was my car and it was going to a parade, yep. You know I would have washed it. I would have made sure I would put my best wheels on it. We had know? ours.
0: We had ours in the Fourth of July parade this year in Mineral County, mm-hmm. and I waxed it and armored oh, yeah. the tires. And oh yeah, yeah.
3: Well, see, I've got people that <clears throat> sponsored not only Texas, but a bunch of the people from Texas. Go down to Bloomington when we race there on a regular show. And a bunch of other my sponsors, they go down and they drink their beer and they watch And if they can't read that on the side of that car, if it's all muddy, that's the first thing they say to me. Are you too damn lazy to wash the car? I can't even read it. Yeah. You know, because they're the ones that's putting, throwing you their money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's no different than NASCAR. You know, you got to think at that mentality. A lot of people, well, you got a big sponsor. You got to work at it. The, They're out there. For so you got to work at it. For yeah. so
0: many years, I always said, this ain't NASCAR. This ain't NASCAR. But now that I'm driving, I kind of treat it like NASCAR because the, the one.
2: Well, you got your own personal pride in there, too, now. Yes. You know, you you, know, you was proud of your dad, but now this is you, Right. you know, absolutely you know when that car rolls out there now
0: it's brad fry not jack yeah and
2: you know that's your pride that starting well, that's starting to show the, through
0: that's the thing that i picked up and i was like oh okay now i get it <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you know people talk
3: about sponsorship sponsorship i don't know how you really want to put it the right way they're out there and it, it's they're you're advertising their business for mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. so when you go and ask for money or whatever you want for them you're they're an employee now Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, Yeah, you work for them. You're working for them, and so what you tell you. And I always tell all the sponsors, I ain't guaranteeing no wins, and I'm not. What Dale Earnhardt say about Michael Waltrip when he hired him? Everybody said that was the biggest mistake, because he never won. He said, "I'm not hiring him to win. I'm hiring him for his advertisement to sell Napa." Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: and he did that great, and and he did that, and that
1: was making him money.
2: That's
3: the win is a bonus. Waltrip would have
1: never stayed in if he wasn't the pitch man he was, and and I I like Michael Waltrip, but. His ability to pitch products mm-hmm. and, and create relationships with sponsors, like you're talking yeah. about, gave him a ride for and a long you, time.
3: And when you win, that's a bonus, mm-hmm. you know, because I always give my trophies. I give my trophy last year when I went at Bloomington, I give it to Texas Roadhouse. You know, they got it out there. <clears> you know, that's what you have to worry and think about because, you know, you want them again. I've had them for yeah. eight years. Right. I, I'm hoping, you know, to continue on. I'm hoping, you know, you never know.
1: And I think it's tough sometimes, you know, guys think, well, they gave me the money. They're on the car. That's what they got. But, again, I think what you just said and, and with what you guys do at Texas Roadhouse, some guys miss sometimes. You know, if you go ask somebody for a sponsorship, use their business. Go in. You know, yep. be seen there. Let be them a, know
0: that you – Be a PR person for yes, them. Yes. Yep. You know, yep. promote them
1: at, at any opportunity you get. And some drivers do a great job of that. I know Matt and I have talked sometimes at the at the banquet. You know, when, when guys get up there and then they just accept their stuff and they don't want to stand in front of the microphone and talk, that's your chance, man. They've yep. given you that money. Promote those people I've that help you.
3: I've done that for years. I've never, ever, any banquet that I, even when I went to the national banquet, them guys would walk up there and get their card, their money. I was, me and Heyman, Hay, I think, was the only ones that talked. And, you know, I, and I know I wouldn't even first. Yeah. You know, but still, that's your opportunity to announce your sponsors. It's on your car. Well, yeah, when
1: when you go to try and get another sponsor, that's huge to say. Yeah. Here's the deal: yeah. I'm good. I'm I'm working for you, yeah. and I'm going to promote you every way yeah, I I'm, can.
3: I'm there every Thursday. You know, if you guys are, you know, because it's Thursday, <laughs> Thursday, <laughs> You know, we can probably make yeah, that yeah, trip. Yeah, we can happen. probably
2: make a field trip one night.
3: So <laughs> I'm going to give this here on the air. Look at this, boys take the little lady out to two free dinners there you go man awesome. that's thank what i'm talking much. about
2: no free alcohol though that's thank bad you. that's bad for you well we'll take the free dinner we appreciate that a whole lot <laughs> thank you very much and think, you can tell me the one of us are scared to eat so. well yeah. you know i don't
3: know how you're gonna fit might have to buy a bigger one
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you know you talked about the talking at the at the banquet it's not only just your your paid sponsors but the people that help yeah you know you we're calling your name up, and you know you're getting the, the trophy that night. But yeah. if it wasn't for all your sponsors and all those people that show up, and the, you know, you can't uh, you know you can't do it. It's no different than NASCAR.
3: The only difference is NASCAR is getting fifteen to seventeen million dollars a year. Yeah, you're not. Yes. you know you're getting what little bit you're getting. But just think if you what that little you got, if you
1: wasn't getting it, it's gonna come out of your pocket then. Yeah, and I know it can be tough, and and you know the winner sir victory lane when you're when you're talking, but. Like you just said, too, most sponsors that jump in in dirt track racing are fans themselves, mm-hmm. and they're probably going to be there. And mm-hmm. making sure that if you know they're there, reaching out to them, bring them down to the pits, let yep. them see the car. Yep. You know, if you, if you get that win, mm-hmm. don't forget to talk about them and thank them. I had, uh, when last year, it's the
3: year before that, I had uh, Texas Roadhouse, one of their big corporate people called. Wanna know if i was racing that night and it was a saturday night at brownstown and i said yes and they said can you get us in the pits you know and i said sure and i went and asked price you know because we've been trying to work a deal out you know to have a text roadhouse night there and and he said yeah and i was gonna pay their way in you know it didn't make no difference to me i'd paid their way mm-hmm. in. if it's 50 bucks i didn't care yeah. you know because you gotta get them in there mm-hmm. when they walked right in i just went up there and told them you know they're Coming in their names, and you know, when they walk in, you know, and they see it, it gets in their blood. It, it goes back yeah. yeah. to and it. and it pats yourself on the back again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta constantly think in something to improve your sponsors to keep them. Yeah, I mean, you know, NASCAR does it because of TV. Yeah. and mm-hmm. and everything. I watched a thing on TV about the Daytona how uh, Lowe's used to sponsor Jimmy Johnson. They said. That $17 million a year that Henrik got for them 3 minutes that he's qualifying for the Daytona on TV paid for itself. No, and you fig- you figure that out. Wow, for, for TV
1: time. Well, I mean, yeah, you go back and look at what the uh, Super Bowl commercials Yeah. 30-second commercials what, $15 million yeah. or yeah. something yeah. uh, for a 30-second commercial? You're exactly right. They give 17 million to Johnson Think about how many times during a season he's—you he, right. get a chance to see that Lowe's car. And that's it's all it boils
3: down to. You're their employee, and you have to announce it. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and people are loyal too. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing. And I, I, my dad still makes fun of me. I mean, when when Stewart was still running at Gibbs, and I was a huge Stewart fan growing up, and he was running Home Depot, I wouldn't shop elsewhere. I, I if I was going to buy stuff, <laughs> I did. I went to Home Depot because. That's where Stewart raced at, and, yeah. and I couldn't walk in and get the forty eight cart that was <laughs> sitting there at Lowe's. I had to, I wanted to be it at the Home Depot. Then once he left, I was I was freed up. I could shop anywhere again, so it didn't matter. But,
0: but it was back, I mean, to, that, back it, to that high maintenance again. It was important that, that my, my know, grandpa would only
2: smoke Winston cigarettes <laughs> because that's who sponsored. You know, he was a huge NASCAR fan, and he felt if he smoked anything but that, he wasn't supporting his sports. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, he was a big one. What he seen on Sundays. Was what he would go buy, you mm-hmm. know my my grandma washed with Tide soap, you know for the laundry because yeah. they're, they they're sponsored NASCAR yeah. and yeah. Yeah. so yeah my grandpa was big on what he watched at, on the racetrack on Sunday was what they brought into their household so. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's uh let we're we're almost an hour in here
1: and I do want to say that you have given us a a offer. If the thing's still running at the end of the year, (laughs) uh, that is pretty exciting.
2: Yeah, I kind of I've been excited this whole this whole time (laughs) because we
1: uh, we've 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 thrown this out most of this season to several Mm -hmm. different people, and everybody just kind of laughs and smiles. But I got to give credit; Jack jumped right all over this. So
2: uh, he he had the idea before
1: they
0: got here. We'd been me and and Dad had been talking about it for about a month (laughs) now,
1: honestly. (laughs) But uh, they are going to it Fun Fest. So, Brad, you got to keep this thing together. It's it's gotta, I, Now, now the pressure's I on. Make, even I can't make more. any promises. Now the, now the pressure's on even more. It's, it's got
2: to be Sunday Fun Fest. Cause that way Brad can race everything
0: Saturday. Absolutely. So. Well, no, I won't I won't be able to race Fun Fest if we're going to let you guys do it cuz I got to put that seat in. It's a chore. Oh, I hate to take a race from you though, man. That's not no points. Okay. I'm good with that. i to say but if not. I was in uh, all year actually. I've been wanting to let him run Fun Fest. Cuz I mean, flip the tables you there know? you go yeah. yeah so if i put if i put his seat back in it he can just run fun fest and then if he crashes it it's his fault not mine <laughs> <laughs> but the offer is
1: five laps for each of us in the texas roadhouse number two we get and um, uh,
2: the we'll just run off the transponder be timed so uh, run off the transponder. so gonna,
0: we're we're gonna do a fundraiser and everybody can pitch in and see who does faster time i like i like
2: that too yeah because we're we're about fundraisers and stuff yes we'll we'll pick something to get that
1: back to and and you know get some you know get some action in on some people and and who wants to take who and like i said for anybody listening right now that wants to lean towards matt in this competition (laughs) i did get some laps in the pace truck the other night and i'm feeling pretty good i think i found my line um i i took an extra lap yeah because I felt so good about it. I, I mean, you can talk about Gum and Stalker all you want, but I led them for three laps, so I have no clue what the big deal is. So Man, Caution <laughs> laps don't count, though. But
3: yeah.
1: but, yeah, so five laps against each other. And not only are we going to have to raise some funds, Matt, we're going to have to pick up – we're going to figure out some kind of shame you know, between us. Somebody's going to have to do something for the
2: other, whoever loses this will be good because <laughs> so we're, we're pretty good about getting on each other anyway yeah, so any so any uh,
1: listener that's got ideas for some kind of uh something for us uh, a punishment if uh the other one wins or for the loser i, I think will be good nothing permanent <laughs> yeah well, you know, I,
3: can, I can see something right now i see some bear stuff sitting around you might have to wear a different shirt Ooh that You look good in a Tampa
2: Bay Buccaneers. Uh, <laughs> see there you go. That's harsh. That's harsh. That's okay. Yeah, we're we'll gonna we'll, Or we'll, Yankee. I think you look good in Yankee stuff. Oh or, that's that's even worse. Or the Cardinals or the Reds. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> that's what we'll have to do. That's how we'll open whatever we choose. It we'll do it for the Indiana icebreaker in twenty twenty. So whoever loses we'll go to the racetrack with whatever we decide for it to open the season with the icebreaker. But again, nothing permanent. You're just <laughs> worried that I'm going to try and get my tattoo on you. Yes. <laughs> we had something at the high school, this, this competition, he was the dummy that said, well, if the kids raise a thousand dollars, I'll get a tattoo of your face on me. And I said, okay, great. Next day on the morning announcements. I announced it. He let the whole <laughs> high
2: school know. <laughs> raise a thousand dollars, my face gets tattooed. We, <laughs> was just, we was right around. We was what hundred eighty dollars is what they raised. Yeah, they raised seven eighty uh, in my just in my donation bucket because I said it's got to be just me, not combined. Oh, it's got to be, it had be, be in It'd in your be. a thousand dollars in my bucket, and I would do it. Man, and, I was I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> and we gave him till like lunch on a day, and uh, there was what a, a business that said if they got to eight hundred. They would write a check for the next two hundred to make it happen and they got to seven eighty. And the kids all went to him and said, Hey, can we extend this for twenty more dollars? And I appreciate Dustin being fair and saying, no. We made a deadline, it's the deadline. So it even though I would have loved to have seen <laughs> for the rest of his life me sitting there going <laughs> No one would have ever seen it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the son wouldn't even have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but
1: no i do appreciate you guys throwing that offer out to us because it is something we like i said neither one of us have ever, ever. driven yeah. anything i mean that and as as silly as it sounds and i made the joke even driving the pace truck the other night was like like a life goal for me i mean that was so cool just to get out and do it i gotta well, to talk to bobby I, now so i can
0: make it fair he, as long as you can drive a clutch right
3: yeah we yeah, can drive yeah clutch i think yeah. i think it needs to be on the what is it, Saturday night? But it's just before the features. Because you want to do it at dark like it is for everybody else. That's true. And that way all the fans are there for the features. Yes. So uh, if you beat him, they're going to really laugh. Or that's the opposite way. When Matt beats you, they're going to really laugh. Yeah, when well, I beat him. That's, yeah, what, uh, <laughs> no, that's, what
1: we're, that's what we're really talking about. But that's when you
3: want to get the most out of it because it's a – night time the lights are on on the track and, and
2: i'll definitely have the coolest mic down there and i'll be commentating every lap you make there so <laughs>
1: oh it's the same when, when you get it back in but i just can't wait to see how awful our lap times yeah. are
2: yeah it's not <laughs> i
1: i honestly think it's going to be highly competitive
2: but still we'll be, awful <laughs> yeah we'd be against each other we'll be highly competitive but everybody <laughs> else would be like hurry up and get these slow guys off here this is horrible. <laughs> I guarantee you they'll be able to read every sponsor on your car that we're going great. around
1: there. <laughs> they'll be saying, I didn't think they were doing bike races at the, at the Fun Fest <laughs> this year. Making right care of the flag because they're going about that fast. <laughs> yeah, guys will be standing up taking off their hats. <laughs> uh, well, To both of you guys, and, and I mean it, we've been wanting to have you guys on uh, forever. And, you know, Jack... Uh, getting to watch you race the last mm-hmm. few years when I've been at Brownstown a lot more and and what you guys do for the sport. And Brad excited to see you in the car now and and hearing the stories of, of dad saying how much it, it excites him to watch you race. And we love having you guys at Brownstown Speedway. There's nothing yes. better. Like I said, it was my wife was making fun of me as as you guys were um, kind of talking earlier as we walked through the pits on Saturday night. She goes, Do you stop at every trailer? I said, <laughs> No, like every four or five i mean yeah. <laughs> and
2: then we come back through and we hit the others on the way back out so um but it it that, is that goes back great. to the family thing though i mean we see you know we see you guys every week yeah you yep. know so it's yeah, uh, yep. you know you and you look forward to seeing each you know oh, I, absolutely when i go to yeah. races on saturday you know like i said i'm a kid right so i look for I, mean, I can't wait to get there can't wait to talk to everybody and you know it's uh it's a big deal
1: and we're excited to see how the uh, the season finishes up for you, Brad. And the uh, the rookie of the year race, obviously number five in points right now. And uh, wish you all the best getting the car back together. And and excited to see you. We're running
2: super stocks next Thursday night, aren't
0: we? Yeah, Thursday. Thursday, there's uh, I believe three classes, and then we run both nights thursday and saturday. i thought yeah so. thursday
2: night's gonna is the uh super indiana pro late models modified super stocks and hornets oh
0: i was all i was off there's four classes and then they, added they the just hornets. added the hornets they oh, just did that that's saturday right, that's right
2: and then uh, saturday night super late models modified super stocks again pure stocks and hornets so you got some quick turnaround there friday you're gonna have to
0: i'm kind of uh, looking forward to it really because you know you run on a saturday night and then you have to sit in a garage and be like well if i done this and i done that so yeah. getting to run thursday night and then going right back saturday night i'm kind of eager to do that as long as it don't turn out like last saturday yeah, yeah. that ain't no yeah. doubt i mean and you brought
2: up mark and jamie schaefer i'll tell you what the fair pictures are my favorite pictures uh, the, the mark does a great job of catching the ferris wheel and everything and turn four on you guys and those are like my favorite pictures he takes all year so i you know that, that's pretty awesome there well, like I said, we wish you guys the best of luck. Thank you for your offer. If um, you, you know, guys are in Bloomington on Thursday nights, go see them at the uh, Texas Roadhouse for what do you think? For Thursday. Thursday Thirsty Thursdays. For Thirsty Thursdays. Yeah. Um, Half-price
0: margaritas. Oh, really? Oh, man. Yes i'm feeling a field trip <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're
2: gonna have to hire a driver
0: yeah <laughs> hey I only, I only live about a mile away I'll, I'll give you guys a ride there we go
1: <laughs> and uh but no thank you guys i know this is a trip for you guys over here from bloomington but uh we appreciate it like hey, we I, said from the get-go we're amazed that that people come over here i and appreciate, spend their time you, with us. appreciate
0: you guys asking us to come on and announcing my sponsors and just having me on the show
1: all right, and, then, uh, and again, thank you for the offer uh, coming up here at FunFest. We're excited. <laughs> Good luck. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much. P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's wwwp 3 graphicscom Billy Bad Fast Performance is your local dealer for Velocita racing gear, custom and off-the-shelf suits, shoes, gloves, crew shirts, and custom tent canopies. Also, Zamp racing equipment, which includes helmets and neck restraints, double H fabrication, front and rear bumpers, door bars, and T-bars. When you're one of the guys at the track that's bad fast and you want to look great doing it... Give us a call at Billy Bad Fast Performance, 502-517-9393. Also, look for Billy Bad Fast Performance on
2: Facebook and Twitter. Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea is the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia. Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like. From prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and much more, stop by the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea booth and let Bronze Bobby know what they can do for you.
1: Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, etc. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them today on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control email at pest underscore n underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812